You are listening to a true gospel perspective from our Macedonia Baptist Church ministerial staff. We pray that this message will be a true blessing to you. here this morning that's willing to open up their hearts and let God speak to them this morning. <laughs> is there anybody here this morning? I don't think, the, is the mic on this morning? Is anybody willing to let God speak to their hearts? Do I have any praises in this house this morning? Anybody willing to give God praise this morning? I heard that God inhabits the praises of his people. And I'm always willing to praise God. Is there anybody willing to praise God here with me this morning? Come on, let's give God some praise this morning. This Because he is worthy to be praised. Yes, he is. I know he's worthy to be praised this morning. He woke us up this morning, didn't he? Didn't he wake us up this morning? Didn't he give us the activities of our limbs? Didn't he give us air to breathe? Come on, somebody. Talk to me. I know he's worthy. I'm, I, I got the right to praise him. Because he's been good to me. And I know he's been good to you. Haven't he been good to somebody in his morning? Oh, yes, he is worthy, y'all. Yes, he is. Thank you. I, I, I promise I won't keep you long this morning. If I just get a couple of amens and go ahead, I'll be all right. Amen. I'd like to just thank God this morning. Can we just pray? Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you. Speak to my heart this morning, Lord Jesus. Open up my mind. Let me step out the way and let you step in that you will speak to your people this morning, Heavenly Father. Have your way, Lord Jesus. Have your way where you can just... Have someone come running saying, what must I do to be saved, Lord Jesus? It's not about me. It's, it's all about you, Lord Jesus. Let me speak a word to your people this morning. Heavenly Father, in your darling son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Just for a few minutes, I'll be bringing this text from 1 John. Chapter four, and a few verses, a few few verses to follow, from First John four seven through four. I'm sorry, chapter four seven through eleven. And the Bible reads, if you all have it, say Amen. amen. The Bible reads, Beloved, from the King James Version. Let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God, and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. And this was manifested, the love of God towards us, because that God sent his only begotten Son 
into the world that he might live through him. Herein is love, not that we loved God, but that God loved us and sent his son to be a propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought to love one another. Just for a few minutes, I like to take my text. That's love. That's love. Do anybody know about love this morning? Amen. That's love. Can I tell you a story about the gossiping priests? There were four priests at a at a meeting, a friendly meeting and a gathering, and they had during a conversation. One priest said to the other. Our people come to us and pour out their heart confessions, certain sins and needs. Let us do the same. Confession is good for the soul. They all agreed. One confessed of liking to sneak off to the movies when away from his church. The second one liked smoking cigars. The third one liked playing cards. When it came to the fourth one, he wouldn't confess. They pressing him, come on, tell us your secret. He wouldn't tell it. But then he said, all right, I'll go ahead and tell. He finally answered. They said, what is it? He said, it's gossiping and I can't wait to get out of here. <laughs> See, this is, it, it, this is just like how we are. Can't wait to talk and gossip about things we heard from people. Do I have a witness? We can't wait to tell something we heard, but when we tell it, we don't tell it like it was said. We always add to it. We add to it like he just wasn't at the movies, he was with someone else and it wasn't his wife. He just don't smoke cigars, he smoke weed too. He just don't play cards, for fun, he played for money. That's just how people are. When they hear things that they, they heard, they don't tell it like it was said. They like gossiping and telling things that they didn't know, know the truth about. Or they add to it. Don't be like the gossiping priest because people will pass your secrets on to others. Do you hear what I'm saying? I want to first start off by saying, love one another. Sometimes loving people is a difficult thing to do. Trying to get along with some people is hard to do, you know? Amen. People who think they know everything, people who is never wrong, people who lives in a better, a bigger house than yours, drive a better car than yours, have more money than you in a bank account, a better job that pays more money than you, wear finer suits and dresses. Now, do that make them better than you? Come on, somebody, talk to me. Let me tell you what 1 John 4 and 11 says. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought to love one another. The first thing we need to do is make love a priority. Indeed, loving people is difficult, yet this is what the Bible commands. 
1 John 3 and 11 says, For this is the message that you heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. Don't be like Cain because his works was evil and his brothers was righteous. I have some people here that went from wrong to right. Before he was Paul, he was Saul, a ruthless crusader intended on stopping the growth of Christianity at any cost, putting them in prison. He wanted to destroy Christians completely. That is until God revealed himself to Saul on the road to Damascus and his life would forever change. You don't hear me. He changed and transformed. It was there he became the great apostle Paul, one of the greatest soldiers for Christ. King David, one of the most highly revered and important characters in the Bible. God God used him. He killed the, God used him. He is the most important character in the Bible. He killed a lion, a bear, a giant. He even used him to lead his people during a very difficult time. But even as a man after God's own heart, David had a history of making mistakes. Do you hear what I'm saying? In fact, he broke half of the Ten Commandments. He was a murderer, a liar, an adulterer, stealing another man's wife. Even though his sins was many, he turned to God, confessed his sins, and God forgave him. Moses. Moses will tell you when he was 40 years old, he beat and killed a Hebrew slave and buried him in the sand. Despite a murder, God used Moses to lead two million Israelites out of Egypt and eventually into the promised land. Simon Peter denied even knowing him, not just one time, but three times. Y'all don't hear me. Jonah, God commanded Jonah to preach repentance to the city of Nineveh, but he refused out of stubbornness, like some of us are. You know the story about Jonah swallowed by a whale that God provided. Jonah repented and begged God to save him. Jonah went on to spread the gospel, God's message to the Ninevites. He repented, they repented, and God did not destroy them. Even when we mess up, God still shows his love for us. That's why we need to show love to one another. God didn't give up on them. He showed his love for them. We must do the same. Be like God. Show love to one another. I want to talk about love. I want to talk about love, y'all. What is love? What is love? God is love. Love is what God has for us. And in turn, we should have for him and other people. The Bible records the greatest love story written, ever written, not just written, ever written, God's unconditional love for us that he sent his son to die on the cross. First, let me tell you, John 3.16 said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son 
that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Love is not only one of God's attributes. It is also an essential part of his nature. Deuteronomy 7 and 8 says, But because the Lord loved you, and because he would keep the oath which he had sworn unto your fathers, had the Lord brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you out of the house of bondmen from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Yes, Ephesians 3.19 says, And to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that ye may be filled with all the fullness of God. Love like that is everlasting. Yes, sir. Love is not what you say, it's what you do. Come on, sir. You can say anything and tell somebody anything. Love is real, but love, real love is what you do. God commanded his people to love him with all their hearts, souls, and strength. Jesus tells us that the first and greatest commandment is that we are to love the Lord our God with all our hearts, all our souls, all our, our mind, and all our strength, all meaning all. Later God tells us that all men will know that we are his disciples, by the love for one another. You, Do you hear what I'm saying? Paul explains to the letter, to his letter in, in, in Corinthians, that faith, hope, and love are, are lasting virtues, but the greatest of these three is love. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The greatest of these three is love. Do you hear what I'm saying? Love is patient. Love is kind. The Bible says that God is love. The greatest example we have of love is Christ Jesus. It's Jesus Christ who laid down his life for us. Now that's love. 1 John 4 and 8 says, Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. Now that's love. 1 John 4 and 10 says, this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son, an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Now that's love. 1 John 4 and 12 says, no one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love made complete in us. Now that's love. Proverbs 3, 3 and 4 says, Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablets of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. If you don't mind, just for a minute, can I have your ear to hear another story about Tommy and his grandfather? Tommy was mad, red hot mad. Maybe he deserved a little punishment for taking the old battle sword from the case and playing with it. But having to miss the biggest baseball game of the year, it was a cruel and unusual punishment. Yes, sir. You make my life miserable. 
I wish I had a different grandfather. Tommy yelled over his shoulder as he ran to the bus stop. He didn't care if the words hurt, he hoped they did. He was still mad at his grandfather after school while doing chores in the barn. Tommy looked at his grandfather as he worked in silence. Tommy was thinking to himself, I hope he feels bad. I'll never be nice to him again. That'll show him. Suddenly, his grandfather's voice ripped through his thoughts. Tommy, watch out. The grandfather's body slammed against him so hard that it knocked him to the ground five feet away. As he hit the ground, Tommy heard a crash and his grandfather mourned in pain. He turned to see his grandfather half buried in, 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 in several barrels in hay and blood beginning to stain the ground around him. And it stained the ground. Are you all right, Tommy yelled as his grandfather as he ran to his side. Yes, son. I don't think anything is broken, but I need something to wrap my arm. I got a nasty gash. As Tommy raced to get the cloth, he nearly tripped over the old battle sword that he left in the hayloft the night before. Sick understanding dawned on him. He blew it big time. Instead of putting the sword back in the, the display case as his grandfather had commanded him, Tommy hid it in the hay. The sword fell from the hay and sliced his grandfather's arm. I'm so sorry, Grandpa. It was my fault, Tommy said as he wrapped the cloth around his arm. I didn't put the sword away as, 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 you, as, you, told, as you told me, commanded me to. I was so mad at you, I left it on top of the hay. Then I treated you like I hated you. You should have let it fall on me. Holding his throbbing arm, Grandpa fought back the pain and smiled. Tommy, I love you. I saw the sword falling, and I couldn't stand there and let it fall on you. No matter how you treated me, no matter what you did to me, no matter what you do, I love you. Now that's love, y'all. Can I ask you a question? Do you think Tommy deserved real love after the way he treated his grandfather? Real love mean, meaning putting others first. This is hard to do. We all have moments when we do well, but there's times we don't. God is always real. God love is always real. Do you hear what I'm saying? Real love, and it's always perfect. However, God's love does not mean we can do whatever we want. Our sin still has consequences. But it doesn't take away his love. His love is the only love we can count on all the time. I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from the love of God. Neither death, nor life, neither angels, nor demons, neither our fears for today, nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from 
the love of God. Do you hear what I'm saying? No powers in the sky above, nor on the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creations will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Now that's love. I'm about to go to my seat when I tell you I'm so glad. I'm so glad I serve a loving God. I'm so glad I serve an all-knowing God. A God, a all-loving God, a God that loved me and keeps me in his arms. I'm so glad I serve a God that loved me so much that he took on my sins and your sins so we can live. Now that's love. I'm so glad I serve a God that he let them beat him and he didn't say a word. Now that's love. I'm so glad he loved me that he let him put nails in his hands, nails in his feet, and a crown of thorns on his head. Now that's love. I'm so glad about the good news, the gospel of what God has done for us. How he died on that cross for you and for me. How he was put in an old borrowed tomb. And he died. Yes, he did. But that's not how the story ends. He stayed there three days. He stayed there all day Friday and all day Saturday. But early, I tell you, early, he got up with all power in his hands. Now that's love, y'all. Love, now that's love that I can't explain, y'all. I can't explain how he made man and a woman. How he called the light day and darkness night. How he called the land, earth, and the waters he called sea. I can't explain how he put fish in the sea and birds in the air. Peace on land. Now that's love. How can we not serve a God like that? That's why we got to serve him. Do you have any love in your heart this morning? If you have any love, somebody clap your hands this morning. Now that's love, y'all. That's love. We hope you enjoyed this message today. And we pray that it was a true blessing to you. If you are interested in learning more about Pastor Charles D. Twyman and the Macedonia Baptist Church family, you can reach out to us at www.mbcdet.com Thank you and God bless you.